0: on this second Sunday in the month of July, amen. We are grateful, amen, and thankful for this beautiful Sunday day on today, amen. It's family and friends day. We want to welcome you all into the service on this morning. Join us on YouTube, on Facebook, begin to share, like, and comment this morning. We are in for an awesome experience in the in the uh, atmosphere of God, and we're just in great expectation for God to move in this place. Listen, I need you guys to tag somebody, let somebody know that we're on the air, those of you all who are watching virtually, and we're going to open up open up prayer this morning and just give God his praise through praise and worship. So come on, those of you all in the building, let's stand to our feet if you can. Amen. And give the Lord a hand. Praise. But he is worthy to be praised he is worthy to be magnified come on let's lift him up, come on let's bless his name, come on you can give God a better praise than that, he's been so good to us, he's been so kind to us he's a keeper, he's our protector he's our strength, he's our Lord and we just come to magnify you this morning God, for you are worthy of the praise God, Heavenly Father we just come this morning to tell you thank you God Lord we thank you for another opportunity God to come into your presence today God we thank you for your love, for your grace for your mercy for your kindness on today Father God and Lord we just ask that you begin to release your power God release your anointing this morning Father God release your presence in this place on today God as we welcome you in today Father God we ask that you will have your way in this place Father God use us for your glory on this morning God for we are willing vessels God yielded to you on today Father God allow your Holy Spirit God to saturate this place God that your power and your anointing will flow freely in the name of Jesus God. Lord touch on this morning God. Heal on this morning God. Deliver on this morning God. Let your power reign in this place on today Father God. And we release the power of your anointing God. That yoke shall be destroyed and burden shall be lifted like never before Father God. Bring forth your power today Father God. And we ask that you just begin to fill this place with your glory on today Father God. Lord we ask you right now in the name of Jesus God. To bring forth healing God. To those who are dealing with sickness in their body on today, Father nah. God. Those who are bound, God, nah, to the bed on today, God, nah. we ask that you give them strength and life on today, Mama God. Nah. Those who are dealing with the coronavirus, Father nah. God, we ask you to heal and deliver and touch on today, Father nah. God. Lord, bring forth your newness, God. Nah. Bring forth your supernatural healing power, God. Nah. But you said that by your stripes we are healed on today, Father nah. God. And we believe your word, Father nah. God. We believe the report of the Lord on today, Mama God. Nah. And we just ask that you. This place on today, Father God. Lord, we release praise in this place, God. We release worship in this place, Father God. That, Lord, you will have free reign in this place, God. And Lord, we ask you to bring forth deliverance, God. But those who are bound in their mind, God. Those who are bound in their spirit on today, Father God. But you said, Whom the Son has set free is free indeed, God.
1: the woman of God that God has called me to be. Oh, he's intentional this morning. And God, we love you so much. Hallelujah. We thank you that he's a way maker, a miracle worker, a problem solver. Hallelujah. I like how the old folks used to say, he's the judge and the lawyer in the courtroom. He's the doctor in the emergency room. Hallelujah. Oh, he's all those things to us. He is the great I am. He is the great I am, the great I am, the great I am. Hallelujah. Oh Can we just make him large in this place and just worship and exalt? him? God, we exalt you, Jesus. We lift you up in this place. Hallelujah. Oh, yeah, Jesus, we worship you, Jesus. Y'all don't mind if we worship just a few seconds. Hallelujah. He's been so good to us since we've been here. The fact that I'm here and I can lift my arms, God, I'm just grateful. Hallelujah. Oh, yeah, because I realized that somebody wished they could wave their hands, but they can't. Hallelujah. Hallelujah, all he's a way maker Waymaker, miracle. World.
0: is here. Amen. We thank God for the sound. Thank God for his presence and praise and worship. God bless you, brother Jeremy. Amen. Praise the Lord. My God, my God. Come on, just give the Lord a hand raised. Just tell somebody around you as it takes your take your seat. I got it. Yes, God. I got it. I got it. I got it. Good, amen. I got it, amen. Hallelujah, Jesus. I don't know about you, but I thank God I got it, amen. I got His presence, I got His power, I got His Holy Ghost, I got His anointing, I got His peace, I got His joy, I got His salvation, I got His healing, I got His anointing. Tell somebody else I got it, I got him. I got it, I got it. grace, thank God for the atmosphere, amen, that's set in this place, hallelujah, Mm. God is good, amen, I'm telling you, if you would just try him, amen, you'll find out he's good, hallelujah, amen, come on, let's prepare, amen, to receive our offering this morning, those of you all in the building, if you need an envelope, just raise your hand, brother Terrence, will get you an envelope, Hallelujah! Those of you all who are watching online You can go to our website www.newcovncwc.com Click the give tab We're giving towards our tithes and our offering Toward benevolence and toward our building fund Amen Our debt freedom seed Amen So we're excited, amen About what God is doing, amen And our giving, amen Hallelujah Easy tithing You can go to easy tithing Sow your seed, those of you all who use the United States Postal Service, amen. Come on and give that seed and sow it and mail it to 2423 Glenwood Avenue, Joliet, Illinois, 60435. And we will gladly receive your offering, amen. Hallelujah, Jesus. For he is worthy to be praised. Amen. 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 If you need an envelope, just raise your hand, Brother Terrence, will take care of you, amen. A blessing to me giving is a blessing to me
2: when I give I get it back when I give I get it
0: back when I give I get it back giving is a blessing to me 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 I give, I get it back. When I give, I get it back. When I give, I get it back. Give it as a blessing to me. Give it as a blessing to me. When I sow my seed, I expect the harvest. When I sow my seed, I expect the harvest. Give it as a blessing to me. Give it as a blessing to me. When I sow my seed. I expect a harvest Giving is a blessing to me Giving is a blessing to me When I give I receive 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 I I receive receive My blessings I receive My blessings Every time I soul Every time I sow, my seed begins to grow, my seed begins to grow, every time I sow,
2: my seed begins to grow, cause giving is a blessing,
0: giving is a blessing, giving is a blessing. I give, I will receive. Every time I give, I will receive. Giving is a blessing to me, hey. Giving is a blessing to me.
2: Giving
0: is a blessing to me. Giving is a blessing to me. I'm a seed soul. I'm a seed soul. I'm a seed soul. Come on, minister, do that. I'm a seed Hey. harvest Every time I sow, my seed begins to grow. Every time I sow, my seed begins to grow. Giving is a blessing to me. Giving is a blessing to me. Giving is a blessing to me. Did everybody give? Did everybody give? Did everybody
3: give?
0: They wanted to put their seed in the ground. Wanted to put your seed in the ground. Let it grow. Let it grow, let it grow, let it grow
2: From 6 a.m. to 6 p.m., water, juice, and a small salad. Thursday is Bible study at 6.30. Please come on out to Bible study. You know what, I'm saying that for me because I really need to be in the house and Bible study on Thursday because it really is awesome teaching. On Saturday, we have the movement ministry. At 7 a.m., we meet in the church parking lot to get that walk on. You know what, I just walk around my patio. Because I can't keep up. I can't keep up. So I just walk around that little the patio. Praise the Lord. <laughs> On Sunday, Sunday is Sunday school at 9 a.m. And Sunday morning is worship. It started at 10 a.m. So, saints, today at the church, immediately at the church, we're going to be celebrating hmm, my handsome nephew, Josh. Going off to college, you know, they grew up so fast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But he's going off to college. Yeah. I am so proud of this young youth. i tell you the truth. I just love all of my nieces and nephews dearly. And this one here, he gonna be somebody that I'm gonna hey, be right yeah. yeah. like. This auntie at game, baby. <laughs> <laughs> so, as I get ready to bring up this awesome man of the house, Apostle Jonas Jones is coming with his awesome word. Say, stand up and give
0: him a round of applause. Welcome, welcome. Amen. Praise the Lord. Thank you, Sister E. Amen. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. God is good. Amen. You all may be seated. Amen. Amen. I'm going to move real quick. Amen. Get you all this word that just been overflowing since last week when we didn't get the full uh, experience of what God wanted for us to get, but we're going to get some of it today. I'm excited about what God is doing, and I believe that no matter what season of your life is in, no matter what stage of your life that you're in, um, you can always start something. And as you look through the scriptures and you look through the word of God, God would always. Uh, Give people the opportunity to start things When it seemed like the most inopportune time of their life When you think about Abram, amen And he was in his 70s, amen As God told him to uh, go forward and leave this land And go into a new land And Moses had been exiled and he had been in a place of coming from what he was familiar with and running away from a criminal activity and, 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 and fleeing for safety and then all of a sudden here comes a burning bush and you know God wants to begin to use him and, and take him places and then you, you see people like Peter amen, that were just fishermen and they were in a business of catching fish but Jesus said I have a job for you and I'm going to make you fishers of men and so I'm going to start another business with you. It's not going to be catching fish in the natural but I want you to catch fish in the spirit and I want you to begin to groom men and women to be disciples of God and then he had the nerve to take that man who was once Saul who was at a persecutor of the saints a persecutor of the church and he was just a tormentor of those who followed the way and God said you know what I'm gonna start something new in your life I know you educated I know you well versed I know you have what it takes he said but I need to blind you for a moment we allow you to be blinded from your past because i'm getting ready to start something new in you and when y'all start something new in you i need you to be known as paul i need you to be uh, transformed i need you to be renewed in your mind i need you to start over again amen so no know what stage of your life you find yourself at, that you have the ability and you have the capability that God will use you to start something new. Amen. And so you don't have to be intimidated. You don't have to be afraid. You don't have to be in a position to think that, you know well, I'm too old and you know, my time is up and I'm going to leave that to somebody else. No, whatever God has put in your heart to do, you have the power to go out and do it. Amen. So. encourage you today that I want to be starting something is about us getting to that place of not being afraid to start, not being afraid to go after that thing. And, and then not only just start it, but say, I want you to finish it. Amen. Yeah. I want you to complete the assignment. Amen. Because I know a lot of times as I knew as I grew up as a child, I started a lot of things, but I never completed it. I didn't finish a lot of stuff. And so when you get into the kingdom of God, I believe in order for us to represent fully of who God is and how his character is is and how he's developed us and made us if we start something with him he'll finish it for us he'll give us the strength he'll give us the the wisdom and the understanding and he'll order our steps on how to complete the assignment but the only thing that we have to do is have a desire to start but one of the key things is about starting something is is sometimes you have to identify what a problem is and you become the solution oh my god see everything started with a problem when there was darkness, God said, let there be light. Oh, y'all missing this thing. When there were no trees or there was no particular, uh, uh, you know, things in the earth, he said he called them to be forth and he spoke light to them. And it became as he spoke it. And so the thing that you need to understand that the power that you possess may not even be in your hands or your feet. It may not even be in your ears, but the power is in your mouth. Yeah if you would just get into the mind frame to begin to speak things out of your mouth that will give you the authority that will give you the desire, that will give you the option, that will give you the motivation to start the thing that you've been waiting on. Starting the thing that you've been procrastinating about. Starting the thing that you've been contemplating saying, well you know what, I'm going to do it when I get this time. I'm going to do it when I get this particular uh, open door. I'm going to do it when this gets in line. I'm going to do it when my kids go off to school. No, it's an opportunity right now for you to start it if you will begin to open up your own out and say, God, I'm going to be what you call me to be. I'm going to do what you put in my spirit to do. I'm not going to fall back. I'm not going to draw back. I'm not going to lose sight. I'm not going to lose hope. I'm going to push forward. Why? Because I'm the solution to the problem. And God, I know if I'm anointed and I'm called of you, that if I started this thing, you're going to give me the wisdom how to finish it. He didn't tell Noah all the architectural designs the measurements and layouts of when he first told him I said I want you to build this ark he had to go through the process of building and God told him step by step so in the step by step of wanting to be starting something I have to speak that thing out of my mouth but then I have to be willing to be obedient to the process I gotta be willing to be obedient to the instructions that God has given me And so as I'm willing to receive Those instructions Now I can begin to identify The pathway on how do I get there What do I need to do What processes do I take What avenues did I access What people do I connect with And so we're going to see today And we're probably going to deal with Nehemiah Throughout this series Because this brother is so anointed And I had to slow down And and just begin to meditate on him And to begin to I, bl- I think I've read chapters one and two Probably 20 times in the past two weeks And God just Begin to keep speaking and keep speaking and, and, and keep just seeing some Things in him that I believe That if we would begin to gain The understanding and begin To gravitate toward his type Of tenacity, his type of care Compassion, his type of boldness And courage, I believe That whatever we start, we can finish Amen. And so we're going to see Nehemiah set out to do something Because there was a problem presented to him That's the first thing we have to identify Because a lot of times You can't keep going into the same thing That everybody else is into There has to be ingenuity yeah, that's right. yeah. There has to be something unique and different yeah. You know there were bicycles But somewhere on the line somebody said Well you know what? I can make something with four wheels Go a little bit better
3: go
0: ahead. He said then after that you know what? I've got some four wheels You know what? I can make something go up in the air and fly It's a little bit more better Why? Because we have ingenuity We have have wisdom God gives us ideas God gives us ideas And we have to tap into that particular Imagination that we have Because God created the earth Through his imagination He spoke to those things And said let them be And those things were made manifest So if you can imagine it That thing can happen Amen Alright so let's go to the scripture y'all Because I'm excited about this Let's go to Nehemiah chapter 1 Nehemiah chapter 1 Let's start reading at verse 1 It says these are the memoirs I'm in the uh, New Living Translation These are the memoirs of Nehemiah son of Helcolide In late autumn in the month of Kislev In the 20th year of King Orestes reign I was at the fortress of Susa Haniah, one of my brothers came to visit me With some other men who had just arrived from Judah I asked them about the Jews who had returned there from captivity and about how things were going in Jerusalem. So you gotta understand something, Nehemiah is operating uh, in another region of where there had been uh, the the Jerusalem and Judah, uh, that particular Israel had been in captivity and they had been spread because of their captivity. Some of them had gone back to Jerusalem to rebuild. And so he's getting a report and now he's getting ready to hear what's going on in Jerusalem because this person is bringing him a problem. And Nehemiah begins to activate and he begins to hear something that God can step into because he sees an opportunity for God to be glorified. Listen, starting something is an opportunity for God to be glorified. Oh, my God. I love that. Starting something is an opportunity for God to be glorified. So listen, it says, I asked him about the Jews who had returned there from captivity and about how things were born in Jerusalem. They said to me things are not going well For those who return to the province of Judah They are in great trouble and disgrace The wall of Jerusalem has been torn down And the gates have been destroyed by fire When I heard this Now notice this verse 4 When I heard this He heard this And he began to He sat down and he wept So his reaction His first reaction is his emotions take place He becomes emotional because these are his people and they're in a place of distress. They're in a place of chaos and confusion and things are not in order. And the city is in a place of being in shambles. And so when I heard this, he said, I sat down and I wept. So just because you hear the news and you become emotional, you don't stay at that place. You don't stay in that emotional response and allow your emotions to overtake you because that can pull you into something that will allow you not to get into the path of the flow where God wants to take you to start something because that's what the enemy does. He'll trap us in emotional distress and he'll leave us at that place of chaos and confusion and feeling overwhelmed and saying, you know what, this is too much of a burden. We just cry about it and weep about it and cry about it and weep about it. But God said there is something you can do about what you heard. You don't have to stay in that emotional distress. So notice what he does. It says, For days I mourn. He put a time limit on it. Go ahead. See, we got you gotta you, you have to have it's a time limit on your mourning. Yes. We cannot be mourning 40-50 years. I know your mama was the best mama in the world. My mama been gone, my daddy been gone, but you have to be able to heal and And allow the mourning to be able to be released so that you can continue to live and go forward. He said, In fact, for days I mourn, listen at this, he fasted and prayed to God of heaven. Now, when I find out there's a problem, I have to seek wisdom from God because he's gonna be the one that's gonna give me direction on how to start this thing. If I don't seek him for guidance, i expect for him to get into this situation how can i expect for him to step in and provide the things that are necessary for what i'm believing to start i have to invite him in but i have to be in a position to be able to hear clearly and i have to be able to have a direct communication with him so now nehemiah fast so he crucifies he crucifies his flesh because I need flesh under subjection because I need to be in tune to the spirit. I need to be sensitive to what God is saying. And then he attaches his fasting to praying. So when I attach my fasting and praying, notice now he begins to go forward and he begins to pray. So if I'm going to start something, i got to start this thing in a place where I have to be willing to pray about it you got to be willing to pray about the thing that you're trying to start. You're trying to start a business. You just can't jump up tomorrow and say, I want to open a restaurant or I want to open this ice cream factory and uh, ice cream shop and sell ice cream. And it's, it's in December. We're in the Midwest and ice cream is not a fast seller in December. you got to start and ask God, say, i got to open this thing up in the springtime going into the summer months when it's warm. But just because he gave it to you, then you say, you know, God spoke to me. It's December, and Now you're going go to an ice cream shop. Now you wonder why you don't have no clientele, no customers, because it's cold outside. No one's desiring ice cream. So if I get into prayer and I seek God through prayer and fasting, he will give me wisdom. Listen to the prayer that Nehemiah prayed. He said, then I said, O oh Lord God of heaven, the great and awesome God who keeps his covenant of unfailing love with those who love and obey his commands. Listen to my prayer. Look down and see me praying night and day for your people Israel. Notice he makes a commitment to pray for the people night and day. You have to be willing to labor for the thing that you want God to bless. You got to be willing to labor in prayer about what you're trying to start. You can't just pray today and leave it. You need to be able to labor until I hear God. Until I begin to sense that God is moving on my behalf. That he's bringing me some understanding and some wisdom. And notice what he does in the next part. He said, I confess that we have sinned against you. You got to be willing to confess the areas where i missed the mark. I got to confess my sins before God so he can come in and freely give me the wisdom and the instruction and notice he's repenting on behalf of his generation of his ancestors he said I confess that we have sinned against you yes even my own family and I have sinned we have sinned terribly by not obeying the commands decrees and regulations that you gave us through through your servant Moses listen he's coming to him in humility God is seeking a meek and humble heart If you want him to bless what you're starting You have to come to him in humility You can't come pumped up and pious He's willing to come And he's repenting Of the sins of his family And those before him He said we have sinned terribly By not obeying the commands, decrees, and regulations That that you gave us through your servant Moses So listen at verse 8 He says please remember What you told your servant Moses If you are unfaithful to me I will scatter you among the nations but if you return to me and obey my commands and live by them, even then, even if you are exiled to the ends of the earth, I will bring you back to the place I have chosen for my name to be honored. The people you rescued by your great power and strong hand are your servants. Oh, Lord, listen to this. Please hear my prayer. Listen to the prayers of those of us who delight in honoring you. Please grant me success today by making the king favorable to me. Put it into his heart to be kind to me. Now notice, he began to release prayers. He didn't go into the first thing of praying, God, give me the strategy on how to rebuild the wall. He said, the first thing I need to do is I need to get out of this particular kingdom and I need to be released from the king in order to go forth and do the assignment. He says, so God grant me favor and grant me the opportunity to be able to have access to the king and that he will favor me. And he says, put it into his heart to be kind to me. These are the type of prayers that you have to be praying. These are the things that you have to be praying. When you're in a situation you may want to start a new project or something at your job and you may think that you know what my supervisor boss may not go for it. But if you would pray that God touch his heart. God begin to minister to him that he will be kind to me. That he'll be open to my suggestions. That she'll be open to my ideas. And God will begin to allow that heart to be pliable. And he'll allow that thing to open up for you. But you have to be committed to the fasting. In the praying, if you want to start this thing and expect for it to be a success, yeah. so Nehemiah does things in order and in decency, he doesn't just jump right off the bat and say, Going in, here. listen, God, I need to rebuild this wall, God, I need you to do this, I need you to do that. No, he begins to pray, and then listen what happens it says, In those days, I was the king's cupbearer. Yeah. Now, he still recognized what he was, what his assignment is. And so he knew that even as the cupbearer He said God I need you to go and do some stuff That I can't do Because as a cupbearer I don't have the influence To be able to help change the heart of the king But I know you can So now go to chapter 2 I love this Now we found out last week that kids love Is a month of miracles It's the autumn, the fall time of the year Now, notice in chapter 2, we've gone into another season. Time has passed from when he prayed. Now, what the enemy does, he plays with you in the time frame of when God, when you pray and when your answer comes. He begins to plant seeds of doubt, unbelief, worry, stress. How are you gonna do it how is it going to happen did I did I hear God did I move right did I make the right choice did I make the right decision and so this is an opportunity where the enemy can play with Nehemiah's mind and make him think that you know what maybe I did maybe I, I didn't pray right or, or or maybe God didn't hear me but yeah. here here comes spring yeah the month of Nisan. This is a month of redemption and freedom and miracles. It says during the 20th year of King Orestes' reign, I was serving the king his wine. I had never before appeared sad in his presence. So the king asked me, why are you looking so sad? You look sick to me. You must be deeply troubled. Then I was terrified but I replied Long live the king How can I not be sad for the city Where my ancestors are buried is in ruins And the gates have been destroyed by fire The king asked Well how can I help you With a prayer to God of heaven I replied If it please the king And if you are pleased with me your servant Send me to Judah to rebuild the city Where my ancestors are buried So listen how God has Opened up the opportunity Where he touched the king's heart And he did just as he prayed He said let me find kindness In the king's sight Let me find favor in his sight And here we see it months later Time has passed and God has ministered to his heart because why He allowed Nehemiah's continence. To get the king's attention, God will change some things on your behalf in order for you to start what he's putting your spirit to do. And nothing can hinder or stop the plan of God once he's put it in motion. And so now, he tells him, he said, Listen, I want to, he said, Your servant and me, he said, If it please the king and if you are pleased with me, your servant send me to Judah to rebuild the city where my ancestors are buried. Verse 6, the king with the queen sitting beside him asked, how long will you be gone and when will you return? After I told him how long I would be gone, the king agreed to my request. So now, this is the first step. He's gotten a release because he's on assignment as being the king's cupbearer. Now, while he's gone, this is why the king asked him, well, how long are you going to be gone? What you need to be doing? Because I need somebody to substitute for you. I need somebody to be in place for you while you're gone. Because I still need a cupbearer just as you're not here. I need still somebody to be able to test and to try out and to be in a position to cupbearer for me so that I can be protected. Amen. So in verse 7, he says, now once I get that done, I got an open door. Now I can ask for more. So you gotta, you can't come in and ask off the top for the million dollar raise. You gotta ask for that thing gradually and get God to, be, for God to work on your behalf. He's now once he has an open door he sees the favor with the king. In verse seven, he says, "I also said to the king, if it please the king, let me have letters addressed to the governors of the province west of the Euphrates River, instructing them to to let me travel safely through their territories on the on my way to Judah." And please give me a letter addressed to Asaph The manager of the king's force Instructing him to give me timber I will need it to make beams for the gates of the temple fortress For the city walls and for a house for myself And the king granted these requests Because listen The gracious hand of God was on me Because God's hand was on Nehemiah and because God was favoring him, and because he fasted and prayed, and he sought God for direction, he sought God for wisdom, and he was patiently and he waited to God's timing in order for him to be presented the opportunity to go before the king. That's when he moved. That's when he moved in wisdom, and God began to bless him. He said, "I need the I need for the, uh, the manager of the kings of the forest. I need my uh, the city walls built because why." The God, he said, the king granted him his request because God's hand was on him. You got to know what God has called you to start that. You know what, God, your hand is on this. And if your hand is on this, I know it's going to prosper. I know it's going to stand. I know we're going to make it. I thank God that for the many a times when we came into this ministry and we were in this place and we started in the horticultural center and we were, we were every year saying you know hey we believe in God for a building we believe in God to get to the next and we didn't know when it was going to happen but God had moved some things around in order to position us so that we can move so that we could get to the next level because we were comfortable we were okay we were fine we're doing what we were doing but God said I have something better for you and that's when he opened up the door he had Give us a push He said listen You can't be here no more So now I'm going to Open up a door For you to get out of this Because I prepared Something better for you But if we don't Pray and fast And seek God We would miss God And we would not Move in line With his timing I believe it was God's timing For us to purchase In 2016 It's his timing That we are believing God That next year We'll be seven years In this building And God said We can pay it off Amen Because that's a year Of completion Amen Seven years I believe God he said, so in verse 9, he said, When I came to the governors of the promised west of the phrase river, I delivered the king's letters to them. The king, the king, I, sh- I should add, had sent along army officers and horsemen to protect me. Oh but wow. when Sambalot, the hornite and Tobiah, the Ammonite official, heard of my arrival, they were very displeased that someone had come to help the people of Israel. So listen at this: <laughs> Nehemiah is so valuable to the king that he assigns people to protect him. Yes yeah. Because I have to protect what's valuable to me. And God will protect you and keep you along the way from the predators that will try to come in and take advantage of you while you're in the building process. And this is why you have to be wise and not be caught up because when you're in a building project, there are contractors that are lurking to take advantage of you. Because they see that you're vulnerable. If any of you all remember Pastor John Henner's story, the first uh, opportunity when he was getting ready to build, uh, this particular contractor had quoted him something crazy numbers, 25 something, 30 to 40 million dollars to do some things, and things were all out of whack. But God sent in somebody that knew And understood the numbers And protected them from losing out Because this particular contractor Was going to come in and take advantage of the situation And this is what God will do He'll send protection for you He'll send you for be a covering But notice this Once he protects you from those people Notice there's always somebody It says the officials heard of my arrival When you step on the scene And you come in with your plan You got your briefcase You got the layout You got the blueprint. And they see you coming They say who is this coming in here Who is this coming in here with a plan To try to rebuild and try to start something So this displeased this, Ammonite This displeased this, this, Tobiah And Horonite and the Asambalite So in other words There are people who are not going to be excited For you starting that thing There are going to be people who are going to be in a place That are not in agreement with what you're trying to do But you cannot allow people To stop you, hinder you Or keep you from what God has destined for you to start You gotta go forward Do you know how many no's people got When they were inventing something When they were starting something that was unique and different From what was done in previous times That they said no No, it's not the end of your story Just because you get one no Does not mean that it has to end i thank god for my cousin in the back andre so many times he got no's he was waiting for this opportunity for this particular company to hire him and he had been waiting and he had been waiting he had got frustrated and then one day he was in service and we began to touch and agree and pray and not long after that that thing opened up and now god has multiplied his business tremendously because God has favored him and God has blessed him because he endured the waiting period. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. in the waiting period, that's when the ridicule comes. Yeah. And people are talking about that ain't no good idea. You ain't going to make it. It's, you, know, you, you, you know, you might as well just give up. You might as well go find you a job. You might as well go ahead and do it. If he had have done that and not stood on what he believed in, he would have missed his opportunity. Yeah. And so we know here it is. So Nehemiah, listen, I'm going to read this next part We be ready to close. It says, So I arrived in Jerusalem. Ha <laughs> ha. Three days later, I slipped out during the night, taking only a few others with me. I had not told anyone about the plans God had put in my heart for Jerusalem. Here you go. If you're going to start something, everybody can't know your plan. Everybody can't know your full layout. Everybody can't know all your moves. Why? Because it gives opportunity for the enemy Because you don't know who is operating under the influence of the enemy To snatch that idea to begin to come in and taint your plans He said, I had not told anyone about the plans God put in my heart for Jerusalem He said, I'm just coming here, I'm scouting out the land now. I'm observing and and I'm taking a survey of what's going on He said, we took no pack animals with us except the donkey I was riding at the dark I went out through the valley gate Past the Jekyll's, Jekyll's well And over to the dung gate to inspect The broken walls and burn gates Notice he went at the night time He said because I don't want to draw any attention to myself See sometimes you got to learn How to move quietly See so you keep posting everything on Instagram Every step you take You keep telling everybody It's coming, it's coming I'm going to do it I got this thing planned out I got it laid out And you don't know who's lurking Because just because they don't like it Don't mean they don't see it Oh y'all missed that Just because they didn't like it Don't mean they didn't see it And then when I get to work I see people You just walking away nah, You know I was walking You didn't like it But you just seen it So you have to pay attention Because people are watching And you don't know who's watching So you have to know how to move And God will give you instruction on how to move And how to develop the plan In verse 14 he said Then I went to the fountain gate into the king's pool But my donkey couldn't get through the rubble So though it was still dark I went to the Kidron Valley Instead inspecting the wall before I turned back And entered again into the valley gate The city officials did not know I had been out there Or what I was doing For I had not yet said anything to anyone about my plans Notice that He moved quietly They didn't even know he was out there. They didn't know what he was doing. He said, I had not spoken to the Jewish leaders, the priests, the nobles, the officials, or anyone else in the administration. But now I said to them, you know very well what trouble we are in. Jerusalem lies in ruins and its gates have been destroyed by fire. Let us rebuild the wall of Jerusalem and end this disgrace. Then I told them about how the gracious hand of God had been on me and about my conversation with the king. They replied at once, yes, let's rebuild the wall. So they began the good work. Now notice this. I love God In order for you to start something And for it to be successful People have to see your commitment level to it Oh, you are missing this thing If people don't see you leading by example To be committed to the thing that you started This is why I'm committed to the movement ministry I started it I can't drop off I can't fall off yeah. Me and, Dick and Ryan ain't gonna be out there. We ain't on vacation or not be or when something don't come up, we're gonna be out there moving because we're committed to the thing. So when you're committed to something, people see your dedication to it and then yeah. once you ask them to join in and building something and to be able to do something to add hands to it, they don't have a problem with it. So when they saw that he had a plan, they saw that he had a, got a release from the king and they began to now come into agreement. They said yes, I will rebuild because they were waiting on somebody to come in that had a desire, that had the unction, that had the courage, that had the confidence yeah. and sometimes you got to be the Trailblazer. Sometimes you gotta be the one to start that thing. Somebody's waiting on you to start that thing that they've been waiting on to do. If you would just start the thing, it would change some things in, in people's lives. And so I thank God for that. As I started moving even the more, it helped other people to start moving. I started the movement ministry. In fact, Get Back Lingo here. And we have people on Facebook and they start moving. Minister Suzette, we accountability part. She on her treadmill. Brother lies riding his bike. Different people are moving. Why? Because you have to be committed to being the example. If you're not going to be committed to the example, you can't expect people to join in and follow you. So you have to stay committed. So Nehemiah had influence. And what happens is the enemy takes your influence so when you ask somebody to join something with you, if you're not committed to it, why would they follow you? This is why I encourage people to tell people, you have to know, as in leadership, that people have to see you so they'll know who you are. You can't come in once every six months and think for people to say, well, who is you? <laughs> you over what? Well, I ain't never seen you here. I ain't never seen you in Bible study. I ain't never seen you on Sunday. You, you do what now? This is not a knock. This is just truth because we see it in the scripture. Nehemiah came. He had influence because he came with a plan and he came willing to work. Yeah. Man, Jesus. That's how you're going to get something started. You can't just assign people to the task and not be willing to work at it. Right. D.J. was out this morning. He said, a Apostle I like like a Hebrew slave. and he said, where your help is at? I said, D.J., I got it. It's no worries. We got help laid on to break it down. I'm going to set it up. Yeah. But I'm not afraid to jump in and, and, and do what needs to be done. When, when we first opened up this building, Ryan and I, we were in the hallway. I was washing windows. He said, I thank God for pastors that are willing to work. I helped him wash the windows. He wasn't, he wasn't used to that because so many people are sitting behind the desk and just giving orders and telling somebody what to do. No, I got to be willing to be the example. So you got to be willing to start something. Last thing, and I'm going to close out. The young lady came in for the play. She had been here. She works for the play. She's one of the actors or whatever. She had been here. She said the church still looks good. She said because the people are invested in it. She said, you, you've taught them. He said, She said, they're investing it because they're keeping this church up and it looks good. She said, this church looks good. Now, here it is. We've been in here five years in the building. And I said, God, you're still keeping this because the people are investing in it and because we set a standard. It's got to be clean." Because if you want someone to come in and welcome them in, you don't want to come in with stains all over the bathroom and all over the toilet, all over the walls and and stuff and smell in here, smell like mildew, skunk. No. Who coming back to that? So you set a standard. And once you set the standard, you can keep it moving as long as you still participate in it. So you don't know when I slide in here in the middle of the times and sneak in and put an air freshener up or, or put this up and do that or do that or go behind and clean up a toilet when nobody's around because somebody had went in, in between time and didn't and they missed it and it was okay. It wasn't when the cleaning crew is it was in between from Thursday to Bible or whatever. You go in, you clean it. You see it? It's messed up? Why am I gonna step over it? Come on, come on. Come on. Amen. You can't be like, that ain't my job. <laughs> no, if we're in this together and we're building together. We gotta to join together on one accord. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Be willing to put in the work. Yeah, yeah. And that's what God continues to do and He'll allow that thing to be a blessing. We said we're gonna do this party for Josh. And Nick and Nick and Sarah, they they offered volunteer. We was gonna carry the food and get the hot dogs and hamburgers from cutting edge. They said, well, I cook. It's bad food. That's okay with bad stuff. And they cook it. Yeah, yeah. They volunteered. They like doing that. They like serving, being hospitable. Yeah, yeah. And we did it for the church because we appreciate you all because you all have been a blessing to us. And we appreciate everything that you do So there's no problem We come here and have a little good time Have some fun And it's a good time We just turn this into a whole new church picnic (laughs) Because I'm going to beat somebody on the bean bags today That's the challenge That's my game I'm going to beat somebody today Amen But it's a good time Amen So come on Give the Lord a hand praise Let me mark where we left off at we want to pick it up next week. They said, they replied at once, yes, let's rebuild the wall. So they began the good work. You got to know that you started good work. See, everything somebody's starting, you got to know if it's good or not. Because some people start things that are not really beneficial. They can be harmful to you. They can be detrimental to you. They can not be a good for you. So you got to be mindful what you attach yourself to. That's right. Amen. Amen? Somebody had you join into something that leads you down a hole. You don't want to end up. You found where, where, where this come from? How did I get into this? You gotta be careful. And be mindful, amen? amen. Listen, I thank God for this word. I thank God for what God is doing. Um, and as we see, and those of y'all who know the story of me and mine, you know where I'm going, and you know the things that begin to happen. Because when you start something, there's gonna be adversity. There's gonna be challenges. But you have to be willing to work through that, and God is gonna see you through. And the more that we stay committed to the thing and being prayerful, fasted, prayed up, we're going to see the results manifest. I still, it's it's amazing to me that God has graced us, that we're 13 years old. Who would have thought that God would do what he's done in this short amount of time? I ran into a brother yesterday uh, in the restaurant, um, and he's moved to Texas. But he's familiar with the ministry. He's been a part. He's been visiting uh, in the past, and he used to live in Joliet. And he said he had sent somebody over here from another ministry they had left. He said, go to Pastor Jones Church. He said, I don't care what nobody say. He said, that church got the best outreach in the region. He was like, "If you run, you found anybody doing some outreach? New Newcoming Worship Center. He said, and Pastor Jones, they about God's business. Yeah. So it was good to run into someone who can tell somebody else. They're not a member here, but they visit frequently. And they can begin to share and say, I'm I'm telling you, go over there. And that's a good thing to hear when you know you're standing on the wall. In spite of the things that have tried to come against us, we still prevail. We still stand it. So if you want to hold on to what happened in the past, baby, hold on to it. But I'm going to keep on moving. I'm going to keep going forward because the past is done. We're going to keep on pushing. Amen? Amen. Amen. Come on. Give the Lord a hand praise. Is there anybody? I know this is family and friends day. Is there? Are there any uh, first-time visitors here? First-time visitors. He fighting to get up. I see him at like that. Go ahead, stand up. Don't be shy, man. You, you don't be shy. It's all good. You ain't got to stand up. I see you. making all. You making all the movements as a, new, as a first-time visitor. <laughs> So just tell us, just tell us your name, man, who invited you out, and uh, how you enjoyed the service. It's all good, that's good. <laughs> appreciate you, man. Welcome to New Covenant Worship Center. We appreciate you coming out. Thank you all for inviting him, amen. And we thank God for the fellowship. Um, Anybody in the house that is not saved, that does not know Jesus Christ as their personal Lord and Savior, this is your opportunity uh, this is your opportunity to receive Jesus Christ, to, to receive salvation. The best choice that you'll make in your life is to receive Jesus Christ as your personal Lord and Savior. Yeah. And so I'm thankful, amen, that God has saved me, amen, and, and I'm extending the invitation for anybody that's not saved in the house. You can stand and you can receive salvation, amen. Right. Everybody's covered All is well Did I miss any announcement, Pastor Neesa Let's stand our feet you No know, just
1: make
0: sure you get a bird and a dog Before you leave. <laughs> <laughs> Amen Come on Drake Come on Come on big time Come on man your way on in family
2: baby listen Listen, we
0: don't have many opportunities like that where folks just uh you know they they said you ain't open the doors and and, and they just come on and say i want to join so um i appreciate uh dre uh he's family uh i've been knowing him since he was a little way younger (laughs) i'm a little older than him and um, just seeing his growth And just seeing what god has been doing in his life Uh, he's been through a lot but god has brought him over those humps and um he's been you know faithful and and giving and and being here when he can but uh, he's always working but i'm grateful for this because he recognized that once he made a commitment to the things of god that's when god began to open up doors for him and i encourage anybody that if you've been struggling you've been going through different challenges if you make a commitment to the to God and, and, and just get connected to him, I'm telling you, God will do things that are absolutely blow your mind. And so he's evidence of that. Yeah. And um and just what God has been doing has been amazing and what has happened in the past just year and a half. It only has been two years yet. It's <laughs> been like a year and a half and how things have moved, even through the pandemic, amen. Yeah. God has provided and made a way. So um we welcome you to New Covenant Worship Center. Yeah. Um now, I mean, hey, you, I'm, I'm your pastor, we, we it's yeah. official, you know, and, you know Pastor it. Cousin, pastor Cousin, amen. But uh, we welcome you, man, and, um, and, and to the ministry, um, and, and follow us as we follow Christ, and um, we appreciate you. And uh, and I think Deacon Jerry, or, Mina or Sister uh, Sandy, they'll get your information and everything, and get you on the process of new members class. And so, that's it, man. Anybody else? Everybody else good? Who, yeah. oh, what, 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 what you up in? Don't be playing girl. I want to make a cat show. Come on! Yeah. We're about to throw some more trunk parties, amen. <laughs> yeah. this, 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 young lady, amen, Sister Winter, uh, she she's special to me. We we uh, we made a connection from um, sister Allison and and uh, and different things from the past. And um, she's just been a help, you know, just when I needed her um, with advice and different things and being a support to the ministry. And um, she's going through some things, but God is blessed. But I'm grateful uh, for her and uh, making a decision, amen, and, and becoming a part of the ministry. And uh, I'm telling you, God's doing great things. So welcome officially, amen, amen. amen. to the Covenant Worship. Center, amen. amen, Sister Winter Jackson. Wow So welcome our first attorneys Amen Officially to the ministry Amen That don't mean y'all start calling her for advice And what do I do Because she's not going to give it to you I'm telling you Amen She keeps those lines clear Amen Gotta keep things in line She'll direct you to the right people though Amen But it's well So I thank God for that Anybody else The the Trump party is open (laughs) Amen well, we give God praise. Listen, I want us to, we're going to dismiss, and uh, we're going to, you know, hey, do what you need to do, restaurant break or whatever. We're going we to go outside and just have a good time. we got food, you know, fellowship, games, and um, we'll, hey, hang out for as long as you desire, and we're going to have a good time and um, and celebrate Joshua. He's going on to Eastern Kentucky University um, for the fall. Thank God for that. The last one. I'm glad. But uh, we're going to have two in college, amen, but Jonas is graduating next year in May, so I'm excited about that. He'll be graduating from Columbia University, and uh, he has his, his degree in business, music, amen, so I'm excited about that also. So we're grateful, amen, and Kyla's here, amen, on today, amen. Thank God for her, amen. She's in the back celebrating her little brother, amen. So come on, uh, all of you hear you? Just miss.
2: Amen. Amen. Father in heaven, we thank you for everything that our eyes have seen and our ears have heard. Father, we thank you for this glorious day that you have prepared for us and that we are glad to receive it. And Father, we ask that as we leave this place, that we will not leave your presence. Keep your arms of protection encamped around us, protecting us from dangers both seen and unseen as we come and go until we meet again in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen.